everybody. Welcome back to the DK Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, joined by my friend and co-host, Dale Lolly. We've got a big show for you today. It's Wednesday here on the DK Steelers podcast, and uh, huge news broke out yesterday. A uh, report came in that from the NFL saying that three players of the Tennessee Titans and five personnel tested positive for COVID-19, and there are now there were now concerns about the uh, the standing of the Steelers-Titans game, which is set to play 1 p.m., I believe 1 p.m., uh, this Sunday uh, in Nashville. And, uh, Dale, you were right on it. You were covering it. Um, it looks like the game's still on for now, but there were certainly a lot of questions today or yesterday. Yeah, um, and we'll find out later today. If the NFL is going to move this game, they're going to let the, both teams know by the end of today. Uh, whether that game is going to be moved. I don't think it is going to be moved. I think the game will go on as scheduled. Um, you know, you can't start moving these games around just because of, uh, you know, a couple of, of positive tests or a few positive tests. Uh, you know, what happens the next time, uh, you know, it's, it's a situation where they don't want to start moving games around. And it, let's be honest, the, the people who were saying, well, all they got to do is move it to week seven and bump the Ravens and Steelers to the next week, that would give the Steelers seven – game seven road games in their final 10 games that's not fair to them right um you know it's they did nothing wrong here they're not the team that had the positive tests uh no i that being said i don't know that the you know you're not going to punish the titans here they didn't do anything wrong either they followed the protocol uh but certainly you're not going to give the uh you're not going to put the steelers at a competitive disadvantage the rest of the season because the titans uh had positive tests we knew this was going to happen at some point. We knew teams were going to have guys test positive. Uh, it could be multiple guys. Uh, as, we, as we found out, it's a, it's a backup tight end. It's their long snapper and it's starting nose tackle, Daquan Jones. Uh, so, you know, they, they're going to lose a starting nose tackle this, out of this. Uh, they're going to have to find a new long snapper. But they're going, to have, they're going to have to play on Sunday. They are. And that's the thing is that, you know, and like you said, this isn't something you can move around. Baseball, you can make a doubleheader. You, there's no such thing as a doubleheader in football. Like, the, there, there's, there's no such opportunities. And, heck, even just moving to other weeks, it messes everything up. You know, I, you know, I saw someone propose the idea of the Steelers playing on Tuesday. You know, and, Which is and ridiculous. Like, why, exactly. would you make them, why would you make them play on Tuesday on the road, then come back, they get back Wednesday morning? You know, it, no. Why would they have to play? Why should they have to play on a short week? Because, again – they didn't do anything wrong here. Mm-hmm. Why would why should they be punished for this? If any, you know, and, and it's not punishment. Uh, you know, the, the the Titans are going to get a walkthrough on Saturday. They're going to play a game. That's no different than what happens for a team that's on the road for a, a Sunday game and then has to turn around and play on a Thursday on the road. The Steelers have done that in the past, and let me tell you, that practice that they had on Tuesday was a glorified walkthrough. That's what they got. The Titans can prepare all week long just like they normally did. They can have their meetings via Zoom or via whatever social media thing that they want to use. Um, they, we, they did this the entire offseason. The, the mechanism is in place, and then they can have their walkthrough on Saturday, and they can play the football game. No, I, I agree. I mean, I think some people, a lot of people out there are saying that, oh, wow, they're not going to be able to practice in the facility all week until Saturday. That's going to pose a challenge. And I do think there's some challenges there. But, again, these are, this is a professional football team. They've got all the technologies to make sure they're communicating, going over the things they need to go over. Yes, they're probably going to have some snaps that they miss this week, but you know, the, everybody missed a ton of snaps this offseason, and the Titans found a way to go 3-0 and after that. 
I think that this is a very manageable situation, especially now that we know that it's not, you know, there's only one starter among the mix and none of the guys are their premier talent. Like this isn't like Derrick Henry got COVID-19 and now they're, they, they're basically, their offense is about to go to crap. Um, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this, Dale. Like this, this seems like this needs to happen on, you know, still on, on time. You know, and, and again, it, it's a it's a mini outbreak, but it's a again, it's a mini outbreak. You know, they, they were able to contain it. It's only three play three players, five personnel people. You know, this didn't ravage the entire roster. They can still bring people up, play the game, treat these like they're injuries, and move on from that. Yeah, I mean that's why the NFL went to sixteen players on on the practice squad. They gave teams, you know, veteran players uh, eligibility on those practice squads. And you move forward. You just, you know, this, it didn't kill and, you know, it didn't, it didn't hit any one position group more so than the others. We'll see what happens. It obviously that, you know, their defensive play caller didn't make the trip to Minnesota because he tested positive uh, Saturday. Um, you know, we'll see how many of these other situations, the other five people are on the coaching staff. Um, you know, that's, that's something that has to be uh, kind of fleshed out yet, but it's not the end of the world. They tested positive. None of them are showing symptoms at this point. Um, you move on and you play the game. Absolutely. We're going to move on, but and we'll be, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll give you all the Steelers updates because they still have to play this week. This game's not off. So we'll get you ready with the newest news right after this. Here on the DK Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. Join my friend and co-host, Dale Lolly. Dale, uh, the Steelers got to play this week. Um, so, you know, they're, they're looking at their injuries, their bumps and bruises that are normal. But Tomlin did speak on Tuesday, mentioning three players. We saw uh, Derek Watt leave after the second quarter with an apparent hamstring injury. Uh, we And Deontay Johnson, of course, also left in the second quarter uh, with what looked like a concussion. He confirmed that it's a concussion. Um, and there's also now Marcus Allen, who's doubtful to play this week. What would you read when you saw this injury report? You know, we were talking about these injuries after the game. Yeah, we didn't know about the Marcus Allen issue, and that, that's uh, plantar fasciitis. That can be very painful. Um, you know, I, I think we were going to see Marcus Gilbert up this week one way or the other. Well, now I definitely think we're going to see him active for this game. Uh, this is too, you know, Allen and, and Watt, our two core special teams players for the Steelers that they're going to be without this week. We'll see if, if Deontay Johnson is able to get through concussion protocol. Um, you know, he could do that as early as Friday. Uh, we'll know more. I don't expect him to practice on, on Wednesday. Uh, you know, if he's able to come out and, and practice on Thursday, at least as a partial participant, that's the next step in, in the concussion protocol. You do have to have some physical activity, and then we'll see Friday if he's a full participant or not. That would mean he's likely to be cleared on, you know, Friday or Saturday morning, one of those type of situations before they fly out. So we'll know more about Deontay Johnson as the week goes on. Uh, it doesn't sound real uh, optimistic. Mike Tomlin didn't sound real optimistic about, about Watt especially, or I don't expect Allen to play either. 
Um, so uh, again, you're going to be down two uh, two core special teams players. Um, you know, some other guys are going to have to step up and, and make a difference here. Certainly, Marcus Allen. I thought he actually looked good on special teams against the Texans. I believe he had at least two special teams tackles in that game. Um, you know, making a place for himself considering he wasn't looking too good at safety last year. Um, so good, good on him. Yeah, the move uh, to linebacker seems to uh, fit him. Um, yeah. You know, he he wasn't great in coverage. That's not what he was. You know, that's not what he was, uh, even at Penn State. He was a thumper. He was a guy that, you know, a downhill-type player. And so moving him to linebacker gives him an opportunity to be that, that downhill-type guy. I agree. It's definitely, that's definitely his, uh, what, what his, what his uh, you know, his look is. Um, and it, it makes a lot of sense. So, you know, we'll see it. We'll keep you guys updated on the show about the status of Marcus Allen. I mean, that, that plantar fasciitis, I believe that's like the, the hairline fracture in the foot. And it's what Arian Foster got that was really messing him up in his career. Um, and then, uh, you know, Derek Watt, you know, obviously a big, a big thing. And, you know, the Steelers were able to get the run going without him. So we'll see how they play that out. Um, so interesting injury report there. We'll got, we'll keep you guys updated on this throughout the rest of the week, but Dale, I would be, yeah, we'll see too with the Titans. I mean, you know, Taylor Lewin, uh, their, yeah. their left tackle left the game, uh, on, on the Sunday against, uh, against Minnesota. And it's going to be interesting to see if he can get through, uh, you know, how, how are they handling, uh, you know, getting him checked out and getting him in the facility for treatment and those kind of things when they're not allowed in the facility does he have to go to his you know to the doctor's office specifically uh, you know they're not going to get a chance to see him working on the side or anything like that while they practice uh, it is a shoulder injury for for Lewin uh, so you know that's that's something that bears watching on the uh, on the Titan side of things as well yeah, I think that's, that's certainly interesting. I mean, if, the, if they're down another an offensive tackle, that's going to put it, a lot more strain on, the, on them to, to learn. And especially, again, no practice all throughout the week, no opportunity to continue to gel their offensive line and get their – if their backup's going to play, get that person acclimated. Could be a lot could – be, could be something there for the Steelers' defense to capitalize on. They have the number one rushing defense against, you know, maybe the best power back in the league in Derrick Henry. That's, uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, but I'd be remiss, Dale, if we also didn't talk about – we didn't get to do it for yesterday's show because we, of course, recorded the show before the game was over. But the, the Chiefs took down the Ravens, and uh, you really saw uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes take flight against them. What were some of your, out, your outtakes from the, uh, from the result of that game? Because the, the, the Ravens looked like they were going to take a slack, and they fought back a bit, but the Chiefs were very dominant. Well, the Chiefs were able to exploit uh, on, on offense – one of the things that I thought was going to be an issue for the Ravens this season, and that was the middle of the field. Uh, you know, they got rid of Earl Thomas during training camp. Uh, you know, Patrick Queen is still a rookie playing inside linebacker. And so realistic, I mean, it looked like Patrick Mahomes could throw the ball to Travis Kelsey whenever he wanted to in that game. Uh, but I was, I was even more surprised that the Chiefs were able to run the ball as effectively as they did against the Ravens, including grinding out the clock at the end of that game. Uh, the Ravens run, you know, the Ravens defense hadn't been tested much in those first couple weeks, although Cleveland did run the ball effectively against them in week one, even though they got uh, smoked in that game. They still had a 140 yards rushing. Uh, this Ravens defense, not as good as it was last year. Uh, and, and I think, uh, you know, when, when you see Lamar Jackson, um, you know, he's a middle of the pack thrower of the football in the NFL. He's an outstanding runner, you know, playmaker with the ball in his hands in terms of running. But he hasn't taken that next step as a playmaker throwing the ball. And their receivers, well, they stink. 
Yeah, I was going to say, just say they stink. That's my favorite Dale adjective when he's just like, they stink. <laughs> I love the, 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 the empathy he puts behind it because they do. I mean, Mark Andrews, Lamar Matt Jackson made Mark Andrews a Pro Bowl tight end last year. Let's be, let's be realistic because you see what, what, what he does this year. I mean, in that Titans playoff game when they were getting smoked, Andrews dropped two passes that both ended up in interceptions. Uh, there was a pass that he should have caught in this, in, this, in this Monday night game against the Chiefs that if he catches that, it, may, it puts them in a really much better chance to come back against the Chiefs. He dropped it. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson needs to improve his accuracy for sure, but they don't have any weapons for him. And yeah. uh, that, The Ravens are front runners. If they're not out in yeah. front, they can't win. Because the they, are not, they, they couldn't come back uh, against a, a grade school team, you know, with, with that offense. It's just not possible. The NFL they, just reads- can't, they, they just don't have the weapons uh, to do it. And, and Lamar isn't a good enough passer to elevate – the guys that he has the nfl research department revealed that since drafting lamar jackson now this is slightly unfair because some of these games were on joe flacco but since since drafting lamar jackson the ravens are 0-9 when they trail at halftime they've never won a game since they've drafted lamar jackson uh coming from behind when 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 losing going into the half so uh that that certainly goes to dale's points here um you gotta wonder you know if they're gonna if they're gonna get smoked if another team gets a lead up on them but speaking of getting smoked, we have to talk about our picks results this week here, buddy. Because I won our, our match. We picked four games. I won three of them. You you won one of them. I've got the lead on the season again, my don't, friend. Don't get feeling like you, you deserve the, uh, the, golden, uh, the golden beard award or anything like that. Uh, it's not the long season there, Pally. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of games left to be picked. So, oh, oh, it wasn't a long season when he won last week. Now it is a long season. All right. Enjoy your enjoy your one week in the spotlight. It will soon be over. So we'll, I also we'll be on should I also should point out I won this week in your fantasy league. And well, so did I. So uh, you know that, and you know it is what it is. I'm two and one. You're one and two. Yeah, but here's the thing. My team's also we're like the Niners right now. I got Michael Thomas at receiver. He's out. AJ Brown. He's out. Deontay Johnson got a concussion. You lost with all those guys in week one, and you got you scored a hundred points. <laughs> Which is nothing. That's the Michael the Thomas was hurt in his game. The lowest scoring week of the season, mm-hmm. which belongs to you. Yes, because Michael Thomas got hurt in the game. One player. One player. My superstar. One player. He's not a superstar. Come on. Michael Thomas was was looking like the best oh, receiver in football geez, coming into this year. You, you got five points out of him instead of eighteen, which is what he would have had. Your team stinks. My team. My, listen, my team rocked this week. Y'all better watch Thanks. out. Like, I can't wait till I play you and just and just drive you into into. Okay. 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 You'll be you'll be run out of the league. <laughs> okay. We'll we'll see about that. But right now, in, in our matchups, just reminder that I'm up in our series. But one week does not make a season. It does not. It does not. My friend, always fun doing a show with you. Uh, we're gonna do a quick break. When we come back, it's don't get me started after this. Welcome back to the DK Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter, and you're listening to Don't Get Me Started. Don't get me started about people's reactions to the Monday night football game. And what a game it was. 
The Chiefs routed the Ravens like I told Dale. Ha! Take that, Dale. Like I told Dale about, you know, that, you know Patrick Mahomes just being too much for the Ravens. The Ravens, their defensive front is not as strong as it was. They don't get to bring the same kind of pass rush that they used to. They lost their safety in Earl Thomas. And Patrick Mahomes made mincemeat of them. Now, I was one of the many people last year who said, I agreed that Lamar Jackson deserved the MVP last year. But I maintained that Patrick Mahomes was the best of the young quarterbacks in the NFL. Russell Wilson's my best quarterback in all the NFL right now. If it's if, if you're asking me to pick one guy. But who I'm also going to pick is I'm going to look at, at, the, at the younger guys, the new class, the Deshaun Watsons, Lamar Jacksons, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allens, you know, all, all these guys that are coming up right now and are either in their rookie deals or just coming out of their rookie deals and, the, and that group. And Patrick Mahomes is clearly the best there. But I understand why, you know, why Patrick, why, why Lamar Jackson was the MVP in 2019. Because if you look at the Ravens and you take him off of them and you put in a mediocre guy that's like just about par, like you know, you know, he he gets the he gets the jobs done that that, that an average quarterback is supposed to do. If you put him in Lamar Jackson's place, I don't think the Ravens are a playoff team. I don't even think they're even close. I look at their offense and I see it's almost entirely predicated on Lamar Jackson's ability to run with the football and throw on the run. And like Dale said, I do agree that Lamar Jackson has not become an elite thrower of the football, but he's still an elite player at the quarterback position you don't go 36 touchdown passes and six interceptions and just say oh that person's not elite does he use his leg absolutely that's part of his skill and he'll probably be able to use his legs for the next eight years cam newton people say that he couldn't use his legs anymore and look at him he's rumbling with new england he's got them going they're two and one they were one play from being three and up I look at Lamar Jackson, and I still think that he's going to be a problem. But I think this is where the Steelers can take these guys. And I said this last year. I, 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 I said this last year. I said, you know, this the, the Ravens do not have uh, the Ravens do not have the um, uh, the the offensive weapons to maintain to be able to attack people consistently. Lamar Jackson can make a lot of plays, but Mark Andrews. The whole reason that he was a Pro Bowl tight end was because Lamar Jackson was his quarterback. And he was making things happen. They got rid of Hayden Hurst. He went to the Falcons via trade. Hollywood Brown hasn't manifested into anything yet. They didn't really do anything else at the receiver position. They're still working out who's going to carry the load for the running back position. They don't have anybody that you can say it's a premier target for Lamar Jackson to get the ball to right now. You think maybe Hollywood Brown will work it work work it out? Maybe someday, but he hasn't yet. And that's the to me, that's the biggest difference with Lamar and Patrick Mahomes. And you know, people are talking about how oh Patrick Mahomes owns Lamar Jackson, and he does. He's three and against him. But Patrick Mahomes also has Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Miko Harbin, Travis Kelsey. All four of those guys would become would, would just supplant everyone 
in the in the Ravens organization. Not a single not a single player at either receiver or tight end for the Ravens would would start or take snaps away from those from the Chiefs top guys. And this is a guy saying here, again, I picked the Chiefs to win. I was confident that they were going to win, which is why I'm up on Dale in the picks now. But when you look at when you look at Lamar Jackson and what he's doing, he does need to work on his accuracy. He does need to learn how to target people about 15, 20 yards down the sideline a little more often and take advantage of when there's mismatches there. Now, for the problem is also there's not as many mismatches there for the Ravens because they don't got the receivers to create that kind of space and, and to win those kind of battles consistently. Um, but when I look at the Ravens and their, and their weaknesses and where the Steelers can absolutely beat them, it's, it's everything that I've been saying. They don't got the guys to stop the pass rush. You saw Chris Jones and the Chiefs bringing in on Lamar Jackson. The Steelers' defense... The defensive front looks like it could be better than last year. The secondary, we're still seeing them get their get their mojo back. But I think that this Steelers defense is going to be in a much better position by the time they play the Ravens than they were last year. And the, the offense definitely will be, so long as Ben Roethlisberger is healthy. Knock on wood. But... When I look at the when I look at Lamar Jackson, when I look at when I look at Patrick Mahomes and I look at that matchup, I still say Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback. I think he's got the better offensive line. I think he's got the better receivers. He has the better tight end. And you know what? Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I think, is the best running back also in that situation. By and large, that's a team I'll trust. And on defense, you got Chris Jones, they have Clayus Campbell. You got the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. They don't have a safety anymore for the Ravens. I just I think that's a horrible matchup for the Ravens. And I think that a lot of people that are out here saying, oh, look, Lamar Jackson, he stinks. I'm like, well, did he do everything he was supposed to do in that game? No. I agree that I agree that he is outmatched there. But it's not that he stinks, it's that he doesn't have the weapons around him to do the things that he's gonna need to do to beat a team like that. The Ravens will beat up on teams like the Browns. They'll beat up on teams you know, that, that, that come across their way. They can beat a team like the Texans right now. But when you face another team that has the firepower to put you behind, that t- that, that means that they can't, that, that means that they're going to be in trouble and now they have to pass the ball more. And when you take away that ground game and you can keep him contained, keep Lamar Jackson contained, you stop him from using his legs to extend everything, and you capitalize on his misfires, they, the Ravens become a very beatable team, especially now that they don't have the same... Uh, the same run stuffing power, and they don't have a guy to patrol the middle of the field and make up for any mistakes that they might have. Travis Kelsey ripped their heads off. Eric Ebron isn't Travis Kelsey, and Ben Roethlisberger is not Patrick Mahomes, but definitely look for those kind of matchups. I think the Steelers are in a really good place to face Lamar Jackson. They've got to do it twice this year. They only did it once last year. They almost beat him with Devlin Hodges. I think that this is actually a very favorable thing, whereas some Steelers fans are real, seem to be really worried about, oh, well, the Ravens, we, we, we only beat the Texans by a, by a touchdown. Relax. You saw what happened there? Steelers' defense is going to cause even more problems for the Ravens, in my opinion, and I think the Steelers' offense is also going to pr- provide some complications for them as well. But y'all got me started, and this has been Don't Get Me Started, here on the DK Steelers Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Chris Carter. Uh, you heard Dale Lolly on the show with me, 
uh, earlier, and he is still going strong. He's our he's our Steelers beat writer. I'm the Pit beat writer for DKPittsburghSports.com. Check out all of our work. I've got a live cues today. Get in the comment section of my live cues to ask away anything. It start. I'll be on at five. You can drop your questions anytime before then. Um, I once once I get the five, I'm going to be answering all your questions. So get to that. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to our to our podcast network. We have. A whole slate of shows for you. We've got the DK Pirates podcast. We've got DK's Daily Shot for where Dayon talks about his big sports topic of the day. We have Noah's No Doubters that comes out over the weekend for for gambling advice. We've got Down Memory Lane Noah Noah Hiles uh, talking to previous Steelers, uh, not Steelers, but Pittsburgh athletes. We've got a whole bunch of shows, and you get them all right here just by subscribing to the channel. And you can help the channel by rating us five stars, leaving a positive review, and um and 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 letting letting people know what we're doing here. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I'll be back in years tomorrow.